So last weekend, a friend of mine was filling down, and um, I decided to, you know, that it was a nice, beautiful day, so I'm like, let's go to the beach. And um, after we left the beach, we were having a conversation about uh, some somebody had texted her or she was or sent her a message and bothered and it bothered her the message and you know I responded to it to kind of you know uh in a way that I guess she didn't like um her reaction was very surprising to me and very abrasive um, I've never gave this person any you know I've always been as supportive as I can be to this particular person so I'm not really sure why she reacted that way um, but it really it upset me and it threw me because that's not the type of friendship I have. I don't have friendships with people where we, where there's uh, that kind of, where we solve things by lashing out on one another. And um, I thought, you know, we're at an age where we can be mature and have a conversation. And if you feel offended by something I say or, whatever, that we can talk about it in a mature way, and opinions can be respected. Um, there were some things that she said that I felt were problematic things, um, things that, you know, in regards to political stance, in regards to race, that I didn't feel that she had a place to speak on. Um, and so we were in the car and I was on my way to a destination and when this happened and I immediately turned the car around and kind of proceeded to head in the opposite direction to drop her off at home because she threatened like at least a couple of times that she would get out of the car. I'm not sure if she was going to jump out of the car um, at one point, she s said something about pulling over so she can get out of the car. It was very strange and odd. Um, I know that there have been some alcohol that, you know, involved when it came to the situation. So I wasn't sure if she was inebriated to the point to where she just kind of was reacting, um, but I wasn't very comfortable. So I decided to pull the car, turn the car around. She's still talking, 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 um, talking about how I'm just, you know, she feels disrespected. I mean, the way she was talking to me, it just was really through me because I always have been there for this person the best way that I could um, from listening to you know, the things that she was going through to being a shoulder 
an ear and always lending positivity to this person. Sometimes the things that attract a person to you are the things that they resent you for. This is not the first time that I've been in a situation with somebody where I was constantly um, there and available um, and supportive and I've been lashed out at. I think there's a confusion about people that are humble and spiritual. I think people, uh, because they don't see you in a way of threatening, they feel like they can lash out at you because there's no one else to lash out at or maybe they know they can't get away with it with other people. And so it's easier to attack someone who has a disposition of maybe they feel safe to do so, but um, I really want people to understand that, and I've said this in past episodes, people that are spiritually, that are, are spiritual people, people that are healing people, um, nine times out of ten, they come from hurt. We come from hurt. We didn't just wake up one day or we weren't always the way that we are. We went through a lot and a lot of us, myself included, came from a place of hurt, pain, and really rock bottom and having to build ourselves up to the mentality that we have now. It's not an overnight process. It's not a process that's easy. It's achievable, but only if it's something that is a desire to have. How do I say it? Um, A person taking your kindness for weakness or assuming that because you're kind or that you're giving or whatever, that there's a part of you that is desperate for uh, acceptance. Um, There's an ignorance there. We help people and we're there for people because that's what we do. That's the type of people we are. Not because we're weak, not because we're meek, not because we feel less than, not because we're people pleasers. But because we genuinely want to help people. But we didn't, we can't, We didn't get here. I didn't get here where I'm at mentally unless I did the work. I can't tell someone 
about what it's going to take if I didn't go through through it myself. Like, I had to walk in it myself. Um, I was upset. Um, I think I handled it pretty well. The reason, a lot of the reasons why I got into spirituality and things like that is because my I have a problem with anger. And my anger causes me to be reckless and to not give a damn about anything. All I see is that I'm upset. I don't care about the outcome. And it's been a process for me to accept that that is a part of myself and learn how to uh, accept that part of myself, but also learn the things that are going to trigger that so that I don't get into situations where I'm reckless and I don't really care about the outcome of what could happen. So in that situation, I've, I've got, I got really mad. Um, I got really upset. Uh, I, I'm held my composure as much as I could. And, you know, there's a lot of things that I could have said out of anger, but I didn't. And to be honest, those things didn't cross my mind until she was away from me. In that moment, I just wanted to get her home. I just wanted to get her away from me because it was so negative. Her energy was so negative and just so outright um, insulting considering the fact that I've been nothing but nice to her and nothing but positive since day one. This person is a new friend that I um, acquired. This is not someone that I've known for years. Um, And I think that part of that is the issue as well. When you're getting to know someone, you know, a person that's seeing me now in this place doesn't know where I've come from. So it's easy for them to put me in a box. And that's unfortunate, but it happens. Um, I drove her home. I was going like a million miles per hour and I was driving really reckless, um, which made me more upset. And I just wanted to get her out of my focus was just getting her away from me. So I got her, her home. She said something like, something like, you know, uh, sarcastic or whatever. And I just kind of like, I just needed to get the hell out of there and just to get away from this person. uh, To kind of distance myself from this ideal that they placed on me. I tried several times to... uh, you know, kind of to get the situation uh, under control. I I tried uh, telling her, you know, I was like, hey, everything is fine. You know, don't take it this way. You know, everything will be good. But for some reason, 
And I even apologized for how she was feeling in that moment. And it still was not good enough. And at that point, I think that's when I got triggered and I got upset um, because she just kept going. And it just really wasn't that deep, literally. Um, She's been texting. She's been calling my phone. I think she called me once. And then she texted me at least three times since then. The first text... Um, she said that she felt bad about her reaction, but she, in that text message, she also said that she felt disrespected. So with that in mind, you're not really admitting, I mean, you're admitting that you were wrong, but then you're still trying to put the blame on me for your reaction to the situation, um, which is ridiculous. Uh, you know, a lot of times in life, we're going to be, we're going to feel this feeling disrespected and being disrespected are two different things. I think people that are emotionally and mentally not in tune with themselves don't really understand that there's a difference between the two. Okay. Feeling mentally, feeling like you're disrespected means that there's a, you know, I felt that way. But if I actually did disrespect you, that would be a different story. But you felt disrespected, so you reacted that way. Not that I did disrespect you, so you reacted that way. You felt, which is a feeling, which is an emotion, which comes and goes. A lot of us feel disrespected every day that we leave our homes. We feel disrespected by our family. We feel disrespected at our jobs. We do feel disrespected by somebody on the, on the freeway that cuts us off and we have somewhere to be. Are we going to react in that way every single time we feel like somebody did something without actually thinking it through to find out if that's an actual act? So at that point, I saw the message and to me... There's still no accountability. Um, there's no accountability. You know, I know when I know that I've done the best I can and I've been the best that I can be towards someone and they take that and twist it as though I've tried to disrespect them or harm them or anything like that. Um, that's um, for me, that's a red flag. We're not solid friends like that. We're just getting to know one another. And from what I've seen, I don't want to continue. Because what happens the next time you feel something, you're going to react 
that way again, you're going to make me uncomfortable. You're going to make yourself uncomfortable. Um, the best thing to do, I feel, at this point is for me to just, for us to just go our separate ways and that's that. Um, I have no desire to continue to know this person, be friends with this person, uh, or in, on any level like that. It makes me feel as though I had wasted my time um, trying to get to know someone who would turn around and basically throw away all that was positive between us for a moment. Um, it shows me how, what type of person that she sees me as. And Sometimes the biggest lessons that a person needs in this situation is for you to just move forward and not deal with them anymore. Um, at my age and at where I am in life, I don't have the desire to try to make things work with people that show me who they are the first time. When a person shows you who you who they are the first time you believe them. So this is the first incident and the last incident. Um, she sent a text saying something like, you know, so you have one, uh, you know, uh, what it what, what what did the text say? One verbal conflict and you done with a friend. That's what she texts. So two days ago, she texted me and said that um, she hopes that we can talk it out and, you know, or whatever the situation. And um, that she's sorry she reacted that way and she felt disrespected and that she wished she handled it differently and hope we can talk it out. And I didn't respond. Um, and then she texted again yesterday saying one verbal conflict. And so it's like, and then I just got another text tonight saying, I hope we can talk soon. There's nothing to discuss. Um, You've already made in your mind that you feel disrespected. So therefore, don't deal with anyone that you feel disrespected by. That's law. If I feel disrespected by somebody to the point to where I'm going to react in a way that's going to be counterproductive to the friendship and how it's been from day one, there's no need to go forward. And then it was like, and then she texts and said, one verbal conflict and you're done. I don't do verbal conflicts, first of all. 
We're adults. We don't owe each other to continue anything. At this point in our lives, we should all know better. We should know how to control our emotions. We should know how to speak to people, especially people that have been nothing but nice to you and been kind. So therefore, when kindness is taken for weakness or taken for disrespect, at that point, I don't have to continue anything with you. I don't have verbal conflicts with my friends. That's not the type of friendship that I want and need right now. Nobody owes anybody anything to continue. We're not in a relationship. I'm not dating you. We're not together as as boyfriend and girlfriend to where we're sleeping together and dating and trying to build a future to where these conflicts come up because of romantic situations, okay? We're just friends. Therefore, in a friendly situation, there is no verbal conflict. I think there's a confusion. Let me, you know, that's where people got it fucked up. You don't have to be friends with somebody that sits around trying to make you out to be the bad guy. This is not about me feeling and my ego. This is not about pride at all. This is about the desire for me to not be around people that want to frame me into something that I'm not, especially people that I've been nothing but giving, nice, kind, and supportive to. If you don't appreciate my presence, then you will get my absence. I took time out. I could have been sitting in the house watching Hulu all day or working on my art or working on something else. Instead, I took the time out and said, my friend is feeling bad. So I'm going like, I want, let's, you know, it was a nice day. I'm like, Maybe if we, if I get her out of the house for a little while and I told her, I'm like, let's just get out for a couple of hours, you know, you know, no big deal. And she kind of was like, it seemed like she really didn't want to go. But then I was like, but then she went, but then she said she was, she wanted to, she was okay to go. So I assumed that she was okay. I didn't, when a person goes along as an adult to do something, the assumption is that they want to do it. Where we don't have to, you know, I didn't feel like I was forcing her out of something. I mean, I felt like she really didn't, you know, she kind of was down, but she felt like maybe this, it was a good idea to get out. That's why she came. And I took the time out to go hang out, you know, and stuff like that so that she can, you know, kind of feel better. And that was my reward which made me regret the whole situation. Actually, I don't regret it. I'm glad it happened. It needed to happen. I needed to, this, these things happen because they're supposed to happen. Everything happens for a reason. 
The universe knows you more than you know yourself. The universe knows how a person's going to react, where it's going to react. It's all a path. It's all leads to, to, to one thing leads to another. So her reaction created the reaction that I have now, which is that I'm done. The next time that she has a friend or meets somebody that gives a damn about her, that actually takes the time to listen and to be a good friend, the next time that that happens, she'll appreciate it. She won't throw them under the bus over something silly and trivial. The odd thing is, if she really felt disrespected in the feeling, why are you reaching out to me to talk? Why feel anything at all? You just would move forward. We don't have to make things right with people. Especially people that violate us or don't appreciate us. We don't have to make amends. We don't have to make it right. We don't have to sit and try to work things out and talk. For what? I, I don't know. I mean, I know you, but I, I don't have history with you like that. To, to sit and try to work out trying to invest in something. This is the beginning of our friendship and it's already turning sour. So this already basically it's letting me know how it's going to be along the line. I'm not going to sit and wait and be like, well, she's learned and she won't do it again. Absolutely not. I've already talked about this in a past show. People do not change. They may change their behavior so that they can that you'll still deal with them. But they're still who they are at the end of the day. Her reaction is her. That's the truth. That's what it is. That's how this person handles conflict. That's not going to go away. I'm not interested in, in that. No, thank you. I'm good. I'm not going. I'm not a fool. I'm not going to sit here and think that this was just a one-time pie-in-the-sky, you know, event. And if she's done it to me, that means she's done it to other people too. And I'm not interested in the cycle. No, thank you. What for? We continue relationships with people and say, oh, they learned and all that stuff. That stuff that you do, those are lead ways that you give to a person that you have invested time and energy into and this and that. That's not like we don't have to continue to, we don't have to sit around 
and wait for the pin to drop. So I'm supposed to just go and she's going to say that she's sorry and we're going to talk it out. And talking, she's going to tell me where I went wrong. And then we're going to have to relive the bullshit again. I don't want to go back to that day. No, thank you. I don't want to talk about it. Because there's nothing to discuss. Because I didn't do anything. So I don't need to sit and talk. She can talk about it with herself. But I don't I don't have the desire to discuss what happened. Because it's it's irrelevant to the fact of the matter of what it is now. We're done. There's no need to sit and continue to discuss why we're done when we're just done. I don't owe anyone any, I don't owe her. It's like she keeps texting and all that stuff. Like we need some kind of to have a discussion or something like that. It's crazy. You cannot force someone to talk to you when they're not ready to talk. The respectful thing is to send, after she sent the first text message, to just go ahead and give me the time to reach back out. Don't keep texting me like, I didn't forget. I don't need you to text me over and over to th that, we, that you want to talk. We don't talk on your terms. I don't have to no longer speak to you ever again. That's my choice. It's almost like crazy to me that she's texting this. I'm not going to respond when you want me to respond. It's not your choice. It's not up to you. It's up to me whether I want to reach out, whether I want to deal with you, whether I want to talk to you. That's my choice of whether I want to do that. You're not going to, you know, just because you text me, I'm going to be like, oh, she just texts. I'm going to call. I'm not ready to deal with you. In fact, I might, I'm not ready to deal with you and I don't want to deal with you. When you get to a place where you're, where, where you know yourself and you know your worth and you know, and you're spiritually sound, this kind of stuff you're able to walk away from very, very easily. Once I've made up my mind, that's it. There's no like, oh, maybe this and that. Once I say that I'm done and I know it because I feel it in my bones, like I'm done when there's no if, ands, or buts about it. Even if I talk to her, what is that going to solve? We're still not going to go back to where we were. There's no point to me. If talking to you is not going to make us go back to where we were at. Having a discussion about what went wrong and all of that and reliving the bullshit, 
that's not going to bring us back to before that happened. That's not going to take away what happened. So there's no point in discussing it. One. Two, you know, part of the reason is so that people, part of the reason people do that and they bomb you with like, you know, like, oh, we need to talk and we need to be so they can sleep at night. That's not, did you care about how I slept when you reacted that way? Did you give a damn? That happened last Sunday. I didn't get, she didn't text me until Wednesday. You let all these days pass before you actually said anything. If you actually gave a damn, she would have, I mean, it would have been, you would have reached out the next day. It wouldn't have been like, oh, well, Wednesday now. It's the beginning of the week. The week is almost over in the middle of the week. You would have reached out that night because I dropped her off at like, four or five o'clock it would have been that night or the next day following but it wasn't so miss me with it you let too much time pass before you actually addressed it so you waited until you got ready to address the situation and now that you're ready to address it days later now you want me to respond to you immediately because you're ready immediately so you want me to respond immediately because you're ready. That doesn't make sense. What happened to Monday? What happened to Tuesday? I Wednesday evening I got a text. What happened to Wednesday? What happened to the other days? What happened to Sunday night? What happened to Monday night? What happened to Tuesday? I work five days a week, Monday through Friday. My weekends are my sacred time. I took my Sunday day of rest because I planned on just relaxing that day. I took my Sunday out when I could have been relaxing before I have to work Monday to go to the beach and to try to get my friend out of her funk. And this is what, and this is what happens. And then you wait three whole days before you actually respond, actually say anything or reach out. I'm sorry, were you expecting me to come to you and say something? Were you expecting me to come to you and say that I was sorry for something that I didn't even, I don't even know what's going on. To be honest, I'm still confused about what happened. Like I'm still wondering where exactly this, what, what went wrong. How did the conversation switch when I wasn't even on that vibration? I wasn't on any negativity. I wasn't on any like anything of trying to hurt, insult or anything. So no, thank you. I'm not interested in 
talking about anything because the time to talk would have been the time to talk, which would have been immediately after it happened that evening or the next day immediately following the issue, not days and days later, okay? That's not, to me, I don't feel like that's genuine. I feel like, I don't feel like that's genuine. I feel like somebody's feeling bad and they want to try to feel better. And I'm not, that's not my job to make you feel better. Feel better on your own, just like I had to feel better on my own about it. Based off of the energy that was placed on me by this person. By you placing your negativity, your low vibration onto me, I had to make myself better so you figure out how to make yourself better now. This is what happens when you disrespect not only yourself, and you say you felt disrespected, you felt disrespected in the process of actually not respecting me. Not respecting our friendship enough to say, you know what? I don't I think you're confused about what we're talking about. So, you know, maybe we should not talk about this or maybe let's change the subject. Instead, you while I'm driving a car, you decide to start berating me in the passenger seat and talking to me as if you're my nigga or something, like me and you are having sex, like you and I are in a relationship. Absolutely not. I do not go back and forth with my friends. Period. End of discussion. Dot. We have to learn when to hold and when to fold and when enough is enough with people. When a person shows you who they are the first time, believe them. Don't go back for seconds and thirds. If this is a person showing you, this is what, this is, this is, this is it. This is the, the beginning of how a relationship with this person is going to be going forward. And I really don't have any room in my life right now for that type of, uh, for that, that type of relationship. That's not okay. None of us have the time right now. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I'm going to work every day. Like, I don't know what's going on. I got all kinds of other things happening in my own life. And when I get together with this person, all they talk about is themselves and what they're going through all the time. If I'm able to get a word in edgewise about my life, great. But most likely, more than likely, I'm not. Everything was fine and dandy when I was just sitting there listening to her about go on and on about the same thing over and over. But then I started asking her to do self-reflection. 
I started asking her to do the work. I think that upset her. Some people are okay in that role of being victimized. Some people are okay in that role of being, of always, woe is me. And this is, you know, things are just, oh, feel sorry for me and all that stuff. When you start actually making a person, actually telling a person like, hey, it's time to look inward. It's time for you to do the work so that you can feel better because nobody is going to do it for you. And, you know, you have to get past things. People get upset with that. I let you go on for so long before I intervene and I'm like, you know what? It's time for you to start reflecting now. That's when I face the most backlash. I feel like she reacted that way because she wanted to react that way. For whatever reason, you know, maybe she was wanting to react that way towards me and she was looking for an opportunity. I don't know. I don't care. The bottom line is she it happened and it wasn't okay with me. We have to learn when to draw the line with people. There's too much going on right now. We got too many things on our plates to have people adding their food to our plate and then turning around and attacking us when they so choose. And then you're already bogged down. So then you have to deal with the extra. I don't need to discuss anything. There's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to talk about. What's done is done. It happened. It's not going to happen again ever because we're done. There's nothing to discuss. There's nothing to talk about. I'm not going to give you another opportunity. This is something that you're going to have to live with. This is something that you're going to have to just live with. If you listen to this show, which you probably won't, this is something that you're going to have to live with. It's not my job to try to make this right or to try to give a damn about whether this is right or wrong. I don't care. There's way too many, I have way too many other positive people in my life. And positive things that I'm trying to do than to sit and try to mend something that's clearly already broken. <laughs>